Welcome to the Creative Cantina Podcast, where we believe you can't grow a business you love around a lifestyle you hate. I'm your host and business coach, Cassie Schmidt. I spent years missing out on life and my pursuit of arbitrary definitions of success. After a massive wake-up call in 2015, my mission became clear. I'm here to help creative entrepreneurs refocus on what truly matters to them and find a way to achieve it sustainably. Running a business doesn't have to be synonymous with burnout, and believe it or not, it is possible to grow your income and impact without giving up everything you love. So cheers to mixing up new ideas with a splash of strategic action and a little room for you to add your own creative twist. So I don't know if it is because of different health issues I've had over the years or if this has been a long-standing passion of mine, because I do remember in college taking neurobiology and psychology as electives, and I was often in the same class with a bunch of pre-med kids, and they'd be like, what's your major? And I'm like, business. And then they'd give me weird looks like, why are you in neurobiology? But I love learning about the human body and our brain and uh clean living and just like all of the non-toxic information I can get my hands on to the point where like my husband and I joke that it's like my hobby now. He's got fishing and hunting and snowboarding and golf and I've got reading literal textbooks about the human body. But it's okay. Once a nerd, always a nerd. Anyway, I am so pumped to talk to you about this today and about taking some steps toward cleaner living, but (laughs) I feel like I always come with a disclaimer, um, and I have some today. First off, my clean living journey started back in 2018, so I've been at this for about five years now. None of this happened overnight. None of the suggestions I'm going to share with you today were something that just popped up in my life one day. It takes time to implement, so I just want to encourage you to you know, slowly work through this process so you don't overwhelm yourself, which kind of brings me to my second point. Balance is important. If creating a clean living or non-toxic lifestyle causes you a bunch of stress, you're sort of defeating the entire point of doing it. Chronic stress is going to cause more harm in the long run for you than the occasional frozen pizza, okay? And trust me, I am saying this as much a reminder to myself as I am as a warning to you. All that said, I am super passionate about living in a way that supports my body because while we were designed to filter some toxins, we have a limit. And the best explanation I've heard for this was actually a visual. And as creatives, I think you'll appreciate it. But I want you to imagine someone pouring water into one of those water containers that have a dispenser at the bottom that you can turn off and on. As you first start pouring the water, there might be enough coming out the bottom to make space for new water. But if you add water faster than it can drain, it's going to overflow. The same concept applies to toxins in your body. If you are accumulating toxins faster than your body can filter them out, you are going to have an overflow that wreaks havoc on your health. So the goal today isn't to stop all toxins. That's impossible. It's to limit the avoidable ones so your body can prioritize the ones that are out of your control. This can change how you feel day to day or even how quickly you recover from an illness. And I could seriously talk to you about this all day, but I want to keep it short, sweet, and actionable for you. Fundamentally, we want to think about what goes on our bodies and in our bodies, which to start can pretty well be broken down into four major categories, food, water, air, and then like hygiene or beauty products. So we're just going to scratch the surface on each of these today. I'm not going to dive deep because honestly, that would be like a multiple hour long podcast and be super exhausting for both of us. But let's just start with food as that's often like the easiest and most simple example or simple swap to start making. So I will say before my wedding, I started learning more about how much stuff they sneak into our food here in the U.S. that's banned in so many other countries. But 
by just eliminating foods with preservatives, artificial, and natural flavors, which just a quick pause, you might be thinking natural flavors, wait, what? Honestly, natural flavors and artificial flavors, like the biggest difference is that it only has to start with something natural, but they can add whatever they want to after that and still call it a natural flavor. So natural flavors are not always great things. So I cut those out, food dyes and other additives, and I lost 16 pounds in six months without changing anything else. And I didn't really feel like I had a ton of weight to lose at the time. I just wasn't trying to lose weight. It just happened by eating these cleaner ingredient foods. So I know that there is power in this. And when I was diagnosed with my autoimmune disease last year, I had to take this even further. But for most people, a really great starting point or tangible tip is this. Limit how many processed foods you consume. And if you're in a pinch and you're going to grab something that is processed, that's like prepackaged for you, opt for those with fewer ingredients that you can pronounce. And I want to be clear about this because there's a lot of mockery around like, well, if you can't pronounce it, like it can still be safe. Yes. Some harder to pronounce things could be safe and some easy to pronounce things like high fructose corn syrup are easy to pronounce and they aren't great for you. But as a general rule, one that's easy to remember, the fewer simpler ingredients, the better. If you want to take this to the next level, but you can't afford to buy all organic groceries, hey, no worries, you're not alone. But I will say prioritizing buying organic for the crops that are most heavily sprayed is going to be really helpful. So you're going to hear me talk a lot today about the EWG, the Environmental Working Group. They put out a list that is updated every single year called the Dirty Dozen, um, along with the Clean 15. The Clean 15 are the 15 cleanest crops you don't really need to stress as much about when you're thinking of buying organic. Um, I'll link both of these lists in the show notes, but for 2023, the Dirty Dozen includes strawberries, spinach, kale, collard greens, and mustard greens, uh, peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, blueberries, and green beans. So when you're going to the grocery store, it may not be feasible for you to buy all organic, but buying organic for these specific Dirty Dozen produce items can be really helpful. And as a pro tip, oftentimes these products are much cheaper to buy organic if you buy them frozen. Um, I won't get into like nutritional differences for each one of those. And, you know, generally it's fine, but I will say that has been a big hack for me, specifically spinach for some reason is a lot cheaper if you get it frozen. So I know that's not always possible, but just wanted to mention it. Um, If you want to get even more intentional in your food journey. When you buy meats, try to buy from local farms. Those are a really great place to start. And I think a lot of people have this like misconception that it's a lot more expensive to buy from a local farm. Over time, if you buy in bulk, even if you have to split, say, a quarter of a cow with like family, um, it can be much cheaper per pound than it is if you buy it from the store. If you want to take it another step further, you can opt for something like grass-fed beef versus grain-fed for better vitamin and antioxidant contents and lower saturated fat levels. All in all, though, try to stick to foods you can find in nature or with the least interference from what God intended. So that's kind of some quick tips on food. Moving on to water. Water makes up the majority of our body. So imagine how devastating consistently bad water can be on our health. And well, yes, we typically all have access to clean water and that is awesome. If you really want to see what is in your city water, I'm going to link in the show notes to you the EWG's water database. But many of our water sources in America are riddled with not so great things like pharmaceuticals that were improperly disposed of, chlorine, which is put in there to prevent bacterial growth, 
which again, to a degree is fair, fluoride, which they put in the water to help prevent cavities, but it's also a known neurotoxin and is tied to higher rates of hypothyroidism. And in some places, there may even be like heavy metals in your water. So you might be thinking, okay, well, I've got a Brita. Okay, that's awesome. Um, But filters like Brita, not like they're not true filters. They're not true purifiers. They filter for taste, not so much for contaminants. So if you want to find filters you know, that truly purify your water, you need to kind of take it a step further. And there are a ton of options that include reverse osmosis, under the sink filters, countertop gravity fed filters, like a Berkey that will keep the minerals in your water, but filter the junk out. Whichever you choose, do some research for your own space. Like, do you have counter space? Do you have a spot you could put something like a Berkey Um, and your budget? I considered getting spring water delivered in glass jugs when I found a brand that was really clean and reputable, but financially, the Berkey made way more sense for us and the amount of water we go through when we drink and we cook. So I would also recommend that you consider a filter for the water that goes on your skin. So like a shower head filter. We'll talk more about what goes on your skin in a minute, but if you constantly have dry, itchy skin or eczema or you know dermatitis or crazy dry hair, it could actually be made worse from the chlorine in your tap water that's kind of like stripping the hydration off of your skin and your hair. So even if you don't have these specific issues, just remember that tap water typically contains those not so great things and those can be absorbed by your skin. So you can buy something like a shower head filter for as little as $35 and they're super easy to install and a really, really quick swap that in my opinion is pretty budget friendly. But going back to, you know, the, the water that is getting drank and cooked with and all of those things, some people may opt to do a full reverse osmosis system in their house, which would negate the need for a specific water head filter. And then they would add back minerals and restructure their water, which is obviously awesome. But again, that is so expensive. And even that kind of system can come with some downfalls. So one thing I had to learn really quickly when we were sorting through options for better water was that it's truly not about finding the right perfect option. Because I really don't think that exists unless you live like right next to a beautiful natural spring. It's more about finding a better option that works for you and your lifestyle and your space and your budget. So whatever you choose though, I would recommend that you make sure that it has some sort of third-party testing or certification like NSF certification because it helps give the peace of mind that what this company is saying is actually true and that like there's someone else that's looked at the data and been like, yes, I can back up the claims that they're making. So again, whatever you choose, just make sure it is the right option for your budget specifically to think about like replacement filters you have to get. So the long-term cost and investment on this and whatever makes the most sense for your use in your space. Moving on to air. We can't live without it, but unfortunately we breathe in a lot of unhelpful things each day, like dander and dust and mold and VOCs and gases and so on. So Let's break down some options for improving your indoor air quality, starting with a good free option because I like free. Open your windows each day for like 10 to 15 minutes. It could make the world of a difference. What we don't realize is that indoor air is often more polluted than outdoor air because of a lack of ventilation. So air pollutants become more concentrated in these small spaces and opening up those windows to let that fresh air in each day and kind of push out that old stale air can make such a difference. If you wanna take this one step further, a better option would be to stop using air fresheners, candles, or any other fragrant products in your house. 
When you see the word fragrance on a product, it's probably a safe bet that that product contains phthalates, which are endocrine disrupting chemicals that can cause a whole host of health problems, such as cancer, respiratory problems, such as increasing risk of asthma in kiddos, and throw off your hormones causing issues with fertility. So seriously, ditch the sprays, ditch the candles, and even go a step further as you run out of cleaning products like counter spray or laundry detergent, research replacements. You can use the EWG guide for finding cleaning products with less toxic ingredients. And honestly, you'd be shocked how affordable these alternatives are. Like I always assumed that when I was swapping it out for something better, it would be wildly more expensive, but often it's the same price. So it just makes sense. But you could even make your own cleaners, like vinegar-based cleaners, or in some cases you could invest in high-quality microfiber cloths for things like cleaning glass instead of using a bunch of ammonia-based sprays that you're bound to inhale. But by far like the best option here, but admittedly more expensive option uh, to add on top of these practices over time is investing in an air purifier. Originally, we actually did this because our vet said that it could help with our dog's skin allergies because I was trying to keep him off of like harsh medications to help with them. But what I didn't realize is that it would help me go off of my own allergy medication. And just overall, like now my husband walks in from like if we're traveling and he's like, I just am so happy to be home in our clean air. It's like, it's something you don't realize until you have it. And then you're like, I could never go back. But anyway, You want to look for one that has a HEPA filter, but also a sealed system. So a lot of these air purifiers will say, well, I have a HEPA filter, you know, I'm, I'm filtering this many microns and that's great. But if your air purifier is filtering everything out, but not containing it, it's not really effective. So I'll link to one of my favorite air purifiers we use in our house in the show notes, but I love them for a few reasons. Number one, air doctors have an auto function that kicks up the speed of air circulation when needed. So I've noticed that this will kick on if I am sorting dirty laundry where more particulate is getting kicked up into the air or when I'm cooking. Yes, even if I'm not burning things, which doesn't happen often. Um, But I also love that there is a dim feature. So not only do you have the indicator light on the front of the filter saying like, hey, your air is gross. I'm going to kick on higher and filter it. You also have the ability to shut off all of those lights, the setting lights on the top and the the indicator in the front. And this is a game changer for me because I'm a light sleeper and I used to have to put a sleeping mask on top of my old air purifier to block the blue light that was like popping up like a bat signal in our bedroom at night. But these purifiers give you the option to turn off all of those lights so your sleep is not interrupted. Um, They also have different sizes and different prices, but just keep in mind that whatever purifier you choose, you need to take a look at not only the cost of the initial investment of the purifier itself, but also of replacement filters so that you're sure that it's something that you can keep up with financially over time as they need to be swapped out. Last but not least, let's talk about what goes on your body. Your skin is your largest organ, and some stats show that women use about 12 different beauty or personal care products every day that result in them putting over 100 chemicals on their skin. Changing these out over time does make a massive difference, and it adds up, and it can reduce the rate of toxins we're pouring into our buckets, like I mentioned earlier. So even if you're not a big makeup gal, you'd be surprised. So let's run through some swaps to make life a little bit better. Honestly, a good start would be swapping out your deodorant. If it contains aluminum, which it often does to clog your glands so you don't sweat, so if you use an antiperspirant, that's likely the case, please know that that can build up in your breast tissue over time along with other harmful ingredients. So there's debates right now about 
the potential of this causing breast cancer or other neurodegenerative disorders, especially when you're applying deodorant after shaving and possibly adding little cuts, making it easier for those to absorb into your body. And at the risk of completely embarrassing myself, I was one of those kids that I was constantly sweating through my shirts. Like, it was embarrassing. I would do anything to get my hand on some prescription strength deodorant. I get it. If you are listening to this and you're like, no, I really need my antiperspirant, I understand. But you have to remember that sweating is one of the ways that our body is able to detox. And if we're blocking our body's ability to do that while we're adding more toxins to the bucket, we're really not supporting our health. So it's just something to consider and think about on, you know, is this one of the things that you are living life in balance or is it not? Again, everything in balance, but um, I would just encourage you to think about it. Going a step further, uh, you could also consider swapping out things like your body wash, your shampoo and conditioner for products that don't contain fragrance or harsh chemicals. If you need help finding one of those options, again, EWG has a skin deep research tool that I'll link for you so you can find one that fits your budget. And like I mentioned before, fluoride, which is a really common ingredient in our toothpaste, is also a known neurotoxin. So swapping that for something that contains something like nanohydroxyapatite, which will naturally remineralize your teeth and avoid cavities without all the harmful impacts, could be a really good idea. And if you're someone who has a regular skincare routine or wears makeup all the time, please consider swapping out your next refill with a different brand. So for skincare, I'm a huge fan of Primally Pure and Biosense, and I probably am not saying that second one correctly, um, so I'll be sure to link it, but I do really like their products, and they are um, EWG certified, so super clean ingredients. And I've also tried a couple of things from Earthly um, that I've been liking so far, like this vanilla body butter that smells like a cake and is delicious. But anyway, um, and then for makeup, I first fell in love with 100% Pure's BB cream and primer. I still use that pretty much every time I put on makeup. It has skin nourishing ingredients like aloe and a lot of their products, I think all of their products are pigmented with plants. So for instance, I think my blush is pigmented with berries, which is really cool versus a bunch of like fake dyes. Um, and then if you're someone who wants a bit more coverage and you're like, BB cream's not gonna cut it for me, totally get it, that's fine. Crunchy's primer and foundation is another great option. And that's like C-R-U-N-C-H-I. Um, and I will say, I, I, I like their products, but you'll want to start with really hydrated skin for those products because if your skin is dry or flaky, it does you zero favors, whereas that BB cream is a little more forgiving. So just a word of the wise. That said, the first time I applied it to my skin, I was standing in the bathroom by myself and out loud was like, you have got to be kidding me. Come on. What is this wizardry? Because the coverage was like ridiculously good, better than any other foundation I've ever worn throughout my life. And I'm like, how, how, how is this like non-toxic better than anything else I've used? So anyway, I will say it works, but you need hydrated skin. Otherwise it's going to look a little flaky or kind of give you a little more of those fine lines. Anyway, this show is going to have so many links in the notes for you, but Okay, like I said, though, this is a journey I've been on for years, and I'm still learning, and I'm still growing every day, and there have been times when I needed my loved ones, like my husband, to remind me, specifically when my health wasn't doing so well, and I was trying to get that back on track, about the importance of balance. There is something called orthorexia. It is a real thing, and it's truly an obsession with healthy eating and wellness, and while it might look more societally acceptable, it's not truly healthy. And as my naturopath suggests, 
try to live by that like 80-20 rule. Be really intentional 80% of the time so your body can handle the other 20% easily. Again, it's built to handle these toxins, just not at the rate we're introducing them. And so I try to be really mindful of avoiding as many toxins as I can. And then any of the ones that are outside of my control, like there are toxins in rain. I'm not going to not go outside when it's raining, right? Like some of this is unavoidable. Trying to live by that more balanced rule so that you're not stressing yourself out so that that's not like counteracting all of the good you're doing in your life. It's, it's really important. And if you or any of your loved ones have been struggling with your health or you want to get your body back on track, I just want to end by saying this. Your body has a remarkable ability to heal itself if given the right conditions and support. And there are a lot of companies out there who profit on us being sick rather than healthy. So while there may not be a lot of studies showing how a specific diet can impact your specific illness, there are a lot of support groups and literal humans that are walking proof that reducing your toxic load can really pay off big time. So cheers to you, cheers to your health, and cheers to taking small steps toward clean living.